0: Welcome to the Executive MBA Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Woody, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Kirby Landon. Kirby is a second year student in our part-time MBA class of 2025, and she and I recently connected to talk more about her background, how she decided to pursue an MBA, what led her to Darden, what she's enjoyed about the part-time MBA program thus far, her plans for the elective period, and so much more. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here's my interview with Kirby Landon. Herbie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's great to have you here. How is everything going? Gosh, can it really be almost two electives? Is that is that true?
1: I know. I know. It's it's going well. I'm actually coming off of a nice long break from school. I didn't take a class this J term. So I have had about a month of a break, which is I think the longest break anyone will get throughout the duration of this program. So I have made the most of it. It was a nice holiday with my family. And um, most notably, my daughter is turning one next week. So it's been, you know, busy, busy time over here getting ready for that big milestone.
0: Absolutely. And you're right. Uh, finding time off in a working professional program, in the part-time program here at Darden, uh, there's not a lot of extended breaks. The longest break you'll get is typically a couple weeks in December. Uh, and then you got to try to find time other ways. So uh, it's an important, important skill.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I always say I've gotten very good at time management over the past year and change since I've been doing this. So in addition to all the things you learn in the classroom, that's another, you know, important skill that you pick up along the way.
0: And congratulations to you and your family and and your daughter on her first birthday. I can remember when you started the program, she was expected and obviously came. How was it? How is it? to have essentially this kind of like yardstick for how long you have been in the program. I mean, your daughter is a year. You've been in the program for about 16 months at this point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, any new parent knows time goes by very quickly, very slowly some days, but overall really, really quickly. And, you know, it's crazy. I remember being pregnant and starting this program and thinking about how when I finish, because I'm expected to finish in May 2025, I'll have a two-year-old. And I was like, that's so foreign to me. I can't even imagine it. But here I am with a one-year-old. It's gone by in the blink of an eye. And I'm sure the electives and the remainder of this program will go by just as quickly, which is crazy to think about.
0: All right. Well, let's talk a little bit more about you and, and who you are. Uh, tell, us, tell us about you. Uh, what's your background?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I went to Amherst College, which is a liberal arts school. And I was a typical liberal arts student. I did not know what I wanted to do when I grew up. Um, and while I was in college, I actually really fell in love with math. Um, I ended up majoring in math, which kind of opened my eyes to more analytical career paths that I had initially you know, thought I would follow. Um, and you know, after interning kind of all over the place, I did some finance, I did some actuarial science. I ended up kind of falling into business data analytics and eventually program management um, down here in Annapolis, Maryland, um, which is where I work now. I work at Collins Aerospace um, in their business aviation group doing program management. Um, So when I'm not, you know, working or in school, I (laughs) spend a lot of time with my family here, you know, walking around the area, which is which is great. Similar to Charlottesville, it's a very walkable town, which I love. Um, close to the Metro D.C. area and the Roslyn campus, which is also important. Um, and outside of that, I spend some time doing um, the PSA, the Part-Time Student Association. I am the community VP. Uh, so that's been an exciting journey as well to get to know some of my classmates a little bit better.
0: All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk more about your MBA journey. How did you decide that you wanted to pursue an MBA?
1: Yeah, this was something that, you know, was kind of always on my mind. Um, I knew I had ambition for my career and I felt that the MBA was the best way to get there. Um, That said, I do have a family and a house and some roots that, you know, makes Pursuing a full time program a little bit more difficult. Um, so when I found out that Darden was offering the part time program in the Metro DC area, I was very excited, um, which actually led me to apply. And you know, the timing worked out really well with you guys starting the program and me hitting a point in my career where I think my experience level would have you know enabled me to find more value in the MBA program. Um, so the stars just kind of aligned and it it worked out well.
0: And how did you decide that you, I mean, how did you decide that Darden really resonated with you? I mean, obviously, I know the location was part of it, but were there other aspects of of the experience that appealed?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, um, Like I said, I went to a tiny liberal arts college and I really, really loved the classroom experience I had there. Um, I loved the close bonds I got to form with my classmates and with my professors. Um, and that was something where even though, you know, the part-time program is for working professionals, we're all very busy. I still wanted that kind of community, um, in my my schooling um so darden really appealed to me a because you know even though it is a part-time working professional program the cohorts aren't huge there are only 65 of us and you get to know each other really well um and what's more, more the professors are really really engaged you know if i had wanted to do an all online mba i'm sure there are a lot of those that exist and it could have been a lot easier as you know someone who drives into dc Um, But I really wanted that classroom experience, and that connection with my professors and and my classmates.
0: Let's talk about the commute, because a part time program here at Darden is is evening weeknight classes. uh, First year of the program, I'd say the core of the program, I should say. First 18 months is Monday and Thursday nights in the electives. You could have class on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, depending on the courses that you choose. Uh, How have you managed uh, the commute? Um, What's that been like?
1: It has been, it's funny, I tell people this and my husband says, don't tell them that it sounds depressing, but I I mean it, it actually is kind of nice to get like an hour of my day that's just me time, you know, I'm just alone in the car, I don't have my daughter, I don't have my work bothering me, I just get some, you know quiet time. Um, I work mostly from home, so I don't really have a work commute in addition to a school commute. So my school commute every other week into D.C. two nights a week is is kind of like a little little break for me. I get to listen to music. I get to think about the readings that we did for class. So it's um, it, it seems like a lot, but it actually I think it's a treat. I love it. <laughs>
0: Well, that's a great way to look at it. And, you know, just having a little time to yourself, I can understand yeah, how that exactly. how that would appeal. Um, do you ever come in? I think you come in early sometimes. I feel like I've seen you at San's Family Grounds. Yeah, maybe. I do. Class-
1: I do. Class- well, especially now yeah. that my daughter's in daycare, we used to while we were on the wait list for all those, we kind of had to balance, you know, when my husband could get home and that's when I could leave. But now that she's in daycare, I leave usually around lunchtime and then I'll work from the afternoons in the um from the Roslyn campus, which is Sands Family Grounds, has been you know such a treat as well. Um, it's it's really neat. It it feels like a campus, but it's also like a beautiful thirty first floor office building with a beautiful view of the DC skyline. So um, so it's neat. I definitely like to maximize my time there when I get to.
0: Yeah, for our listeners who are just going to get used to the schedule, as Kirby mentioned, uh, she has in-person class every other week. Uh, the schedule is really structured around about 60% of the classes in-person, 40% online. Um, so uh, the other thing uh, to know is that classes typically start around 6 p.m. in, in the evening uh, for the in-person and v- virtual classes. And so there's a light meal from about five to six, and then class kicks off at six. So um, we we do see students like Kirby coming in a little bit early, post up, maybe take some work calls and meetings from from Sam's Family Grounds, which is great great to see. Well, Kirby, I'm I'm curious. So you you obviously had thought about an MBA, felt like you're at a point in your career where you could really derive value from the experience. Uh, you come to Darden, you're you're a brand new student in, in the first year. Uh, what was the uh, what was the adjustment uh, for you like?
1: I would say the biggest adjustment is time allocation um, and prioritization. You know, like you said, it's uh, it seems very daunting when you're starting. You know, I hadn't been in school in five years, so I didn't, you know, remember homework and exams and, and all that fun stuff. Um, and then in addition to that, you know, you have your, your work and your life and everyone in the program. I mean, all 65 of us in my cohort and then the 65 in the cohort after us, we're all, impressive busy people um, and I think it's just a testament to how if you have the passion you can make the time um, so I would say you know balancing your time I definitely spent a lot less time watching Netflix than I did two years ago but I think that's kind of for the best um, but yeah I think I think that would probably be the biggest adjustment
0: were there any time management strategies that you found particularly helpful
1: um definitely getting a good support system my husband's incredible so you know the little things around the house like freaking out about oh the laundry has to get done you know it's if i have in person class this week i'm really busy like it might not happen and that's okay or he can help out with it and that's okay um so that's a big one and then also you know leaning on your classmates and your learning team the amount of reading that you get really seems like a lot. But after the first few quarters, you really learn how to figure out, okay, like, here's how I can read most effectively and get the most out of it. And it doesn't mean making an outline of every single case you read. It's It really helps to work with your learning team or your classmates, however you, you divvy it up. But having someone who is like an expert and takes all the notes on a particular case, and then everyone shares it. And you know, even the cases where, you know, one of my learning teammates may have made, made the notes for it, you still glean something else out of the case as you're reading it, because we're all coming at it with our own perspectives and and everything. So um, I think definitely leaning on your classmates
0: is, is important. Well, it's kind of a natural segue to my next question about learning through the case method. Um, obviously, that's, you know, Darden is a case method school, and so you're going to have case discussions, you have cases to prepare. Was that an adjustment uh, for you? You mentioned that you're a mathematics undergrad. Um, I am, and so, yes. It was a change. Method. I
1: <laughs> I love a good problem set. So this was this was a change. You're definitely not, you know, even in classes, like, Accounting, You're not given, here's a list of 100 problems, go practice them and you'll learn how accounting works. That's that's not how Darden does things, but I've really come to appreciate with the case method, it's, it's a lot of storytelling um, and it, it leaves you with these like lasting anecdotes that stick with you a lot longer than if you had just gone through a list of practice problems. You know, some of the cases that we've worked on together, the one that immediately comes to mind is the Tiffany LVMH case that we did in our second finance class. Um, to kind of show how an MA negotiation would work. That's something that, you know, you can read in the textbook or you can do, you know, simulation with your classmates and, you know, work through it together. And it sticks with you a lot longer and it it creates more lasting memories. Um, and the other thing that's important, and I really think the part-time MBA program allows for this in a really unique way is. People are coming at these cases with all kinds of different experiences. There's people in my cohort that come from a finance background or consulting background, you know, aerospace and defense. There's a lot of us in the DC area, myself included. Um, And everyone approaches a problem or a case in a different way. Um, And it really opens us up to be able to learn from each other uh, and each of our own lived experiences. And, you know, if you're just being, you know, lectured by a professor, there's one way of doing things, but for us, there's 65 unique ways of doing things. Um, so that's been really valuable.
0: And you mentioned you've also gotten involved in a leadership capacity within um, with in your class here at a community uh, rep. What what does that mean?
1: So it's really neat being part of the the guinea pigs of the the beginnings of the part-time MBA program. You know, we're um we're the new kids on the block for Darden for sure. But that gives us a really unique opportunity to kind of set the scene of like, okay, this is who we are. This is what it means to be a part-time MBA student. Um, and being the community VP, along with Krista Bridgens, who's uh, my my co-chair, um, for us, it's really meant fostering a sense of belonging across the student body. Um, as you well know, we're all very, very busy between work and life and school. But, you know, we've all come to this program, again, because we value that connection. And we want that connection. Um, and that as community VP has been a really cool part to be, or a cool opportunity to get to, you know, foster that amongst each other, whether it's, you know, having conversation topics at dinner at Sands Family Grounds or having a clothing drive or a canned food drive ahead of Thanksgiving. Um, it's, it's been a neat opportunity to get to know all my classmates better and see them all get to know each other better as
0: well. You mentioned uh, you're obviously part of the first class of part-time MBA students yes. and kind of arrived. It's a bit of a blank slate, right? You're the first students to the door. So what does this look like in terms of a extracurricular experience? Um, what was important to you as you thought about community? Like, it, What was, you know, what was for, for you in, in that work? Uh, did you have anything that really guided uh, the, the approach that you took?
1: Um, I would say connection to my fellow classmates it's I mean we live in such an online world we all work remote and like you said Brett about 40 percent of our classes are remote and on zoom but 60 percent of the time we are in person we're at Sands Family Grounds and everyone there made a choice to be there and it's not easy it's at night after a long day of work um but we're all there together and we really get to make the most of it you know I it's. I'm not the only one that comes there early, like you said. A lot of us come there, you know, earlier in the day, and we spend our days working from from Sand's family grounds. Um, and you know, it's it's been really nice to get to make some friends as well. You know, it's it's been a treat to get to know everybody.
0: Well, you're here uh, about to enter your last quarter of core curriculum. Yeah, and, I uh, am. <laughs> It's so, kind of an amazing thing. You've kind of all been waiting for this point to come for your class as you move into electives. When you look back on the core, do you have a favorite class or something that stands out uh, to you from the first 18 months of the program?
1: Oh, gosh, there's a lot. And it's funny because, you know, every quarter is is so different, but they really all teach you something valuable. I mean, Leading organizations is always a highlight, and I, I really like how they kicked off the program. That was our first quarter. We took leading organizations, which was a way of us kind of broadening our perspectives on as a leader. How do you approach problems? What's what's a good way to you know figure out a solution to a creative problem that you know might not might not have an easy like A to B answer. Um, And that's a great way too for us to get to know each other as classmates. There's no right or wrong answer. And, you know, it's an easy way to open up a discussion to to everyone kind of sharing their opinions and and getting to know everyone better right off the bat. Um, I would say the residencies, so R1 and then R2 is coming up for us in March. Um, That was a great opportunity as well. We kicked off the program with a week in Charlottesville together. And That was another great way of forming community. It was something where these are 65 people I've never met before. We're all embarking on this new journey and it's new for all of us and it's new for the school as well. Um, And we got to spend a week together just like, you know, away from our friends and families here in Charlottesville, fully focused and just really get to know each other very well and I, I joked, it was like going to school boot camp, you know, like, you know, this is how you, you know, do homework again. Cause for a lot of us, we've been out of the classroom for quite a while. But it was such a great opportunity to kind of make those deep connections right off the bat. And I know there are a lot of part time programs out there, but that's definitely a unique opportunity to get that week away um, with everyone in
0: your cohort. You'll be back in Charlottesville um, in just a couple months. Are you looking forward to the return trip?
1: I am. I'm really excited. We were last there in August, so it was, you know, the end of summer, and this time we'll be there at the beginning of spring, which I'm excited to see. Um, So I'm really looking forward to that, and then I'm also looking forward to getting a chance, you know, to kind of spend a week of reflection. It's like we talked about earlier the the year and a half year and change that I've been in this program has gone by very very quickly i feel like i've learned a lot in a very short amount of time um and it's it's going to be really great to get the chance to be all together in the same room again uh before we all go our separate ways and take our own electives but get that week together to really think about wow we did it like look how much we've learned look how much we've grown you know and especially in a part-time program like we get to hit the ground running as soon as you learn something you make an immediate impact in your job and i know a lot of my classmates have already made career switches since they started the program so it'll be cool to go back and take inventory with everyone of of all that we've learned and all that we've accomplished together
0: yeah, i remember talking with the career folks um your class within the first year of the program i think over a quarter of the students in the class had made a career change. Um And that's, I would say we didn't expect that, but it's great to see. And, um, you know, I think maybe a testament to what the program does for people in terms of expanding, maybe they're piquing their curiosity in a particular area, expanding, you know, their own sense of what they can do and makes encourages them to seek new opportunities, all, all kinds of good stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it it really is a unique opportunity. I know the executive MBA program also probably allows for this as well. But, you know, I'll learn something in class Monday night and then I go to work Tuesday morning. I'm like, hey, let me approach this problem that I'm trying to solve with the same, you know, toolkit that I just learned about last night. And it's, it's really neat getting to see, you know, an immediate impact and an immediate return on all the all the work you're putting in.
0: All right. So after R2, uh, down in Charlottesville, you'll enter the elective period. And in that period, that's really when students can decide how fast or how slow they'd like to complete the remaining credits. Uh, for people who are just learning about our part-time program, you can com- complete the part-time program in anywhere from 28 to 48 months. And the standard pacing is 33 months. So Kirby, uh, how, how are you thinking about things? Are you thinking 33 months is probably going to be your pacing? Yeah.
1: That is. I'm still targeting 33 months. It's nice to have the flexibility to know if I need to slow down, you know I can, but it's I'm trying to keep my foot on the gas as much as I can. I feel like momentum's strong with the two nights a week. Um and then in addition uh Darden's now offering a few asynchronous all online options, which are a great offering for any busy student. I'm excited I don't have to, you know, commute in another night a week but still get to take another class, so I'll be taking advantage of those for sure. Um, but also trying to keep up the two nights a week as long as I can. And then, you know, we'll see, we'll see where things go, but it's tough. It's like a kid in a candy store with the core. It was easy. Cause you were just enrolled based on, you know, the standard pacing of things. And we were all in the same classes together. And now they have all these elective offerings and you get to pick what you want to take. And it's, it's tough. Cause there's a lot of options and, um, you know, I don't want to be in class three nights a week, but at the same time, the three classes seem really interesting. So it's, uh. It's a good problem to have for sure. but um, but yeah, so keeping up two classes at a time plus the plus the asynchronous ones when they're when they're available.
0: What classes are you taking in in the elective in the first couple of elective quarters?
1: Uh, so the first elective cycle, I'm going to be taking telling financial stories, which I'm excited. I think it'll be an interesting class kind of marrying up some of the more analytical classes with some of the more, you know, soft skill storytelling type classes. So I'm looking forward to that one. I am taking project management, which is what I work in. So I'm very excited to, you know, to learn some of the methods behind the madness I've been practicing for the past five years. Um, and then trying to think of some of the others. I know I'm doing a strategy in the digital age class that I'm looking forward to. I think that's one of the asynchronous ones. Um, And then an emerging markets class I'm taking this coming spring as well. Um, So an economics class. So it's nice. I I appreciate all the offerings that are available. And then I also appreciate that Darden doesn't make you pick a focus the way when you're an undergrad, you pick a major. So I can keep, you know, my liberal arts student has come back again. I'm kind of picking and choosing all over the place. And and I know there are focus areas if I want to do one, but it's not a requirement. So it's nice. I can, you know, just let myself go wild and take whatever seems interesting.
0: Well, is there anything else that you're looking forward to in the, in the coming months? I know, obviously, always so much going on for our students. So what, what are you looking forward to?
1: Oh, I'm looking forward to a lot. We already talked about R two, which I'm which I'm excited for. Um, the other thing I'm really looking forward to that's coming up in the next couple weeks is uh, the first ever part time MBA winter ball. Um, so some of my colleagues on the part-time student association have put a lot of work into planning this, what will hopefully become an annual event for us part-time MBAs. since we're all local to the DC area, having a, a winter celebration. Um, we'll be down in the wharf and I am very excited for a mom's night out. So I'm milking it for all it's worth. We got a sitter, I'm gonna go out to dinner beforehand and then I'll get to you know, spend some time with my classmates outside of the classroom. So that'll be, that'll be a real treat.
0: Uh, that's awesome. And uh, y'all you know, were nice enough to invite uh, back, the staff members uh, to that as well. So I think a few of us might be uh, coming. I hope you do. You
1: guys are. Yeah, you guys are just, we all get dinner together Mondays and Thursdays. You know, I, <laughs> and you guys are integral to my success as well. So, you know, hopefully I'll see you out there, Brett.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Curry, um, you have a favorite memory. I know I asked you about favorite class, but just a favorite memory uh, from the program thus far. Here you are kind of at this inflection point. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to think about the past 16 months without thinking about, you know, having my daughter and being a mom and it's not one single memory, but one thing that really warms my heart is just how much support I got, not only from my classmates and professors, but also the program staff, you know, right after having a baby and um having to figure out my schedule. You know, I like obviously couldn't come into class, you know, when I was in the hospital giving birth. So <laughs> so working with working with everyone and you know, it's just great seeing how everyone wants you to do well. They want you to succeed. And, you know, whether it's the program staff making, you know, zoom links readily available for in-person classes on nights where I was like I just I can't drive out. I have like a two-day-old baby right now. That's that's not going to happen. Um to, you know, my my learning team I leaned on a lot and then all my other classmates too. I was I was so pleasantly surprised at the number of people that sent me notes without me even having to ask or people that sent baby registry items. It was it was a really really great great time in my life and I'm I'm so grateful that I was part of this program when I became a mom. So thank you for everyone.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Well, last question for you here, Kirby. Um, Do you have a piece of advice for our prospective student listeners? I'm sure we have some people listening to this who are thinking about applying to the part-time MBA, maybe starting this August, so.
1: Um, I would say just apply and do it. It seems so daunting. You know, when you're just I remember sending in my application and thinking like, what if I get in? What if I do this? This seems so crazy. I I already feel like I have no time in the day. And I promise it's not as difficult as it sounds. Like I said, everyone just wants you to do well um, and get the most out of it that you can. And the other thing I want to highlight too is you don't have to give a hundred percent of yourself to get a hundred percent out of Darden. Um, Everyone here, the career center, the professors, the program staff, your friends, like everyone is there for you 110%. And, you know, we'll do whatever it takes to to make your journey as a Darden student successful. Um, And I really feel like living proof of that because I've definitely leaned on people a lot over the past 16 months, but I feel like I've gained so much in the process, you know, that it's it's really paid off significantly. So very thankful for that. So, yes, when in doubt, if it seems crazy, just do it. I promise it's it's doable.
0: Yeah, I think people do think of school as like this very solitary thing. And then you come to find in this program and I would say our executive programs the same way. Um, you are leaning on your classmates, learning team, vice versa. They're leaning on you. I mean, it's everybody kind of together, rowing in the same direction, working towards a common goal. It, it's different, maybe, than what people imagine when they think about school.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's been such a blessing, um, and I. It sounds cheesy, but I really do mean it. It's been it's been a great opportunity, and I'm I'm so grateful to have been. Part of this inaugural cohort because I think we're a really a really strong team we've really come together over the past 16 months. So it's been it's been a fun journey.
0: Well Kirby, thank you so much for taking some time for the podcast. It was like, great talking with you as always and congratulations to you and your family and, and your daughter. On an exciting times. So, yeah. Thank
1: you so much. All right. Well I appreciate it, Brett. Have a great weekend.
0: And that was my interview with Kirby Landon, a second year student in our part-time MBA class of 2025. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. You can be reached at exec, that's E-X-E-C, MBA at Darden.Virginia.edu. Until next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.